going on air live. One, two, three. Let's All get right. It. Sounds good. Hey, man. Long time coming. Long time coming, brother. Cheers. Let's start this with a toast. Always got to start it off the right way. All right. Well, this is our first pod, our first episode of our first pod. Uh, the Brown Couch Bros. You're listening to me, the Honcho. And me, D-Web, the Loaf. All right. So, brand new listeners, folks who may or may not know who we are and what we're all about. So, it makes sense for us at this point to kind of kind of introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let the folks know who we are and, and what we're doing and that sort of thing. So this is a this is a sports podcast. Sports, and, sports, sports, and more sports. And uh, you know, one of the things that, that we want to discuss on this pod is is really how sports impacts our lives. I mean, it, it, it's probably has taught me um, or really shaped the way that I deal with people, relate to folks. Um, how I think, how you deal with adversity in your life, um, yes, sir, and all those things. I think one thing that sports has taught me throughout my life is that uh, some of the things you just mentioned, uh, dealing with adversity, uh, people get joy off of sports. People live longer for sports. People that have illnesses can't wait to Sunday. They live for Sunday. So it's, it's a lot of things that sports brings to the table, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, tennis. You know, sports is a way of life, and I'm just glad I'm here with my brother. I'm glad I'm here to just talk about some things that's going on in the world pertaining to sports and here in the local city. So, And over the last 18 months, as, as we've been dealing with COVID, sports has been like our refuge <laughs> throughout yes, this whole – pandemic uh and i was so glad that that the nba decided to do the bubble uh i didn't know what to do some of the some of the guys that's in the nba some of the players they love the bubble you know it's less travel you know and only extended amount of family could come see them play which was probably a debbie downer at at a point but at the end of the day it seems like the world is uh covid is one of those things that we just gonna have to deal with just like we deal with the flu and other Common yeah. colds, yeah. common diseases. It's here to stay. It's here to uh, stay. And hopefully at some point we get more control of it than we do right now. But uh, nevertheless, uh, let's get into who we are, man. Well, you know, how did you, how'd you come into sports this way and talk a little bit about your childhood and how you grew up around these games? Well, my, my story started back in, and I'll be telling my age, but it is what it is, about 77, 78, Boys and Girls Club right there on Michigan in Livernois. Uh, a uh, guy named Big Al. I never forget Big Al. Big Al, come to find out to this day, he's a Sigma, which I, you know, it is what it is. I guess we should <laughs> tell the, the audience that, uh, you know, we are members of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated, first to live, last to die. Always. Uh, anyway, uh, at the Boys and Girls Club, you know, throwing the football around one day, nine, ten years old, he saw me, he was one of the supervisors there, and asked me if I ever played organized sports before. I told him no. And um, my mom came up just like any other mom, and he talked to her. And the next thing you know, I was playing for the West Side Cubs. And from there, uh, my love with sports, particularly football, and then 
eventually baseball in Southwest Detroit where I was born and raised. It took off from there and went on to play high school baseball at McKenzie High School, 87 graduate. Then went on to play baseball at Southern University, uh, 91 graduate from Southern University. Uh, also played football at McKenzie for four years. It was a four-year starter at quarterback. So well-versed in two sports, practiced with the track team and uh, shot around with the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after that, man, you know, I've always been into sports, love sports. Um, and that's, that's just where I roll with it, man. A lot of guys I deal with, you know, we are sports orientated. You yourself, you know, fantasy football and stuff like that. So make a long story short, I love Detroit. I love Detroit, Detroit sports. I love the history. You yeah. know, we got guys that we're going to end up inviting down here that have, have a story to tell. That's right. That a lot of people out here in the metropolitan area don't know about. So that's just Damon Webb in a nutshell. Don't get it confused. Damon Webb Sr. I got Damon Webb Jr., Ohio State University. Played there. Played with the Tennessee Titans. Played at Cass. Right now he's in Canada playing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So, uh I'll sign your autograph, but it won't be a real <laughs> autograph. <laughs> won't be his. And yeah. that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, so so for me, you know, I I, I probably grew up in a in, you know, a, a competitive household, you know, with three uncles who were, you know, at least ten years older than me. They all played sports, um, tennis, basketball, football. Uh, my aunt was a all American track star. Uh, and probably played every sport that Chassie had, uh, letter than every one of them, uh, and went on to Bowling Green and, and ran track for a year. Uh, so grew up in a very competitive household. Uh, but the most competitive person in, in, in my family is probably my grandmother, wow. who's 94 years old. Um, uh, loved to compete, whether it's checkers, uh, cards, and never missed one of my games. So um, grew up in a very competitive household. Uh, was a pretty good athlete uh, coming up. Didn't play organized sports uh, until I was about 10 years old. Um, and you probably don't know this. The first sport I picked up was tennis. Wow. I know I didn't know I that. I played for PAL, and I was the 10 and under and 12 and under city champion in tennis. In tennis. Yeah. I was, I was uh, Yannick Noah before <laughs> Yannick Noah was Yannick Noah. Uh, right, right, right. And uh, loved tennis, probably would have played in high school if we had a team, but we didn't. Um, fell in love with basketball. Uh, fell in love with basketball, man. And, and ever since, um, you know, my uncles put a ball in my hand, it's, it's, it's been that, and I've been off and running with it. Mm. Um, had a chance to play at Benedictine High School, um, four-year uh, varsity guy, um, All-State. All City, had a chance to win a Catholic championship there. Uh, went on to uh, Division I uh, St. Francis in Pennsylvania. It was about an hour east of Pittsburgh. Played there for four years. Um, and then went on overseas and played a couple of years of basketball. Mm -hmm. So um, since then, you know, as, I, as I've hung them up, you know, I picked up a, a softball bat here or there. <laughs> yeah, we did do that. We did do that for right. a minute. Yep, yep, um, yep. And that was it, man. Cue ball. But, but 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 it's it's been sports, and I, I've been so entrenched with it, uh, pretty much all my life, um, and it's really gotten me to where I am today, and mm -hmm. being able to be in leadership roles, 
uh, which you know I'm currently in uh, here in the city of Detroit, and we'll we'll get off into that in later episodes. But that's who we are. That's who we are. That's um, what we do. And if we weren't doing this podcast, we'd be we watching would, sports. We'd be watching sports <laughs> on the couch, talking to each other, going back and forth, yep, point counterpoint. Yep, yep. Um, and so it just made sense uh, to get get ourselves in this environment. And I think that uh, the one thing that I realized with sports is it's a universal language. You can go to any country, and if you put a soccer ball down, you already know the rules of the game. You put a football down, you put a baseball down, everybody know the rules of the game. You don't even have to speak to learn or to play the game. So sports has been integral in my life, uh, my family's life, and... Same with, uh, like you were mentioned, as far as my pedigree, I won championships in high school. I won championships in college at Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So you're you, you, you just going to miss out on your most humble flex? What's that? Getting drafted. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. I, I, good point. I got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only been a handful of guys lately, recently, over the last decade, maybe 20 years, that got drafted. Uh, in the major leagues to play baseball, and I was fortunate to get drafted by the Detroit Tigers in 1987, my senior year in high school. Uh, I elected to go to Southern University because that's what my grandmother told me I was going to do. You know, <laughs> you're going to college, and uh, that's what I did. So, But I did have um, the opportunity to play minor league baseball, then hopefully one day make it to the major leagues. That didn't materialize, but I ended up being a productive citizen in society. You know, got my degree and working full time and, you know. Yeah, and that's that's a good segue into, like, getting into what we're going to talk about on this podcast because not every great athlete ends up being a professional athlete, going mm-hmm. to the NBA or going to the NFL. Uh, but there are more guys probably like us, men and women like us. Definitely. Who use sports, had an opportunity to go to college and get college paid for free. Um, and then have gone on to be, as you said, productive citizens. Uh, and I think it's more of us than it is of, of, of guys who have made a bunch of money, people who have made a bunch of money and been on TV and been professionals in that way. Uh, so I think it's important to really delve into those stories. And obviously both of us have a story uh, to tell uh, as it relates to, to what we do in sports and, and, and the people we've become. You're definitely right. Um, we walk around people every day. We see them every day at, at high school gyms. During the football season, we see them out on the field. We always point, that guy could have been a pro. Well, that guy is a pro. He's a pro in uh, engineer. Exactly. You know, he's a pro accountant. You know, and we see guys like that every day, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, track. And um, the old commercial, Apple Pie and Chevrolet. Somebody making the Apple Pies and somebody making the Chevrolets. So we still have those professionals, you know, and they have a story to tell. Everybody has a story to tell about, you know, it's a very small percentage that's going to make it anyway. You know, and but getting that degree from college and going out here in the real world, like I tell my son all the time, you, you live in your dream. I get that. And, but one day you have to be in the real world. And sports is not real. Sports is just a part of the 50, 60, 70 years you're going to live. You know, that's just a part of your life. So you could play in the NFL 10, 12 years, but when you get out of the NFL at 32, what are you going to do from 32 to 62? Yeah. That's you, life. And, you know, we often talk about this, too, and, and we'll get into our son's 
uh, mm. at some point, maybe even in this segment or in the segment um, uh, uh, later. Uh, but one of the things that we always talk about and we always harp on is that sports are going to begin and end. Your playing career is going to begin and end. But it's all about the relationships that you build, foster, and maintain with the people around the game that are really going to get you through life. There's not a teammate of mine that is still living that I can't pick up the phone and call and, and talk to um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and lean on uh, if need be. Uh, and if you're not able to do that, after your plan days are over, then what were your plan days for? Exactly, exactly. And today with all this social media, you have so many uh, ways to communicate with people via Facebook, via FaceTime, uh, Instagram. And you, you, you have to start building those relationships while you're in the sport. That's where you build your relationships at. Uh, like you said, we'll, we'll probably talk about it either today or this show or the next show. I always tell my son, you know, when you're traveling around the world, you know, you need to start building relationships. That's right. Because those are the type of people that uh, are going to look out for you in the long run. Hey, you make a call. Hey, your, your resume, you're building. And whether you know it or not, you're building your resume right now. So it's about relationships. And the old saying is, not what you know, it's who you know. That's right. That's right. So let's get into it a little bit. Let's talk, let's talk about our kids, man. Well, you know. You got uh, an All-American uh, <laughs> sitting over there. Yeah. Young, young Webb. You had Young Webb sitting. Uh, once again, Young Webb started out at an early age. Uh, seven, eight, nine, West Side Steelers. Started out in baseball. And didn't, and I guess me being a young parent that I was, uh, and him being a young kid, he had early success in football more so than baseball. So we kind of stuck with football. And me being a baseball guy, um, that was kind of different. But I seen that he had the talent uh, to play above his age group. So at an early age, when he was seven, he was playing with eight, nine-year-olds and vice versa. He was moving up the scale. And he had the opportunity to uh, showcase his skill set at different camps uh, that a bruh a, a, a program that he was that was founded by Curtis Blackwell, Sound Mind, Sound Body. Sound Mind, Sound Body has put put a lot of kids and put a lot of kids in, in college. NFL, in, in, in NFL. college and in NFL, college and NFL. Um, Shout out to Kurt. We got to get Kurt on here. Got to get the '99 bro on here. Let him tell his story. He has a great story to tell. But you know, traveling, taking those kids all around the country. Uh, Desmond King, Damon Webb, Jordan Lewis, Nick uh, Nick Perry. Those guys all played college po- football, major college football. Now they playing in the NFL. Nick Perry, he's retired, was first-round draft pick. So it's programs like that, it's men like that, that come back and give back to the kids in the city. They didn't forget where they came from. And Kurt Blackwell, he's not no wealthier than me or you. But his passion is about putting kids in the right place, in the right perspective, in the right mindset. That Sound Mind, Sound Body program is more than just football. And that, Damon was one of them. And Damon, Damon was, was one of them. them. He was one of them. On Cass, Ohio State. All of that. UAD prior to Cass. Uh, Damon was in that program at, in eighth grade. And uh, so now we got a young kid named uh, Will uh, Dion. Uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. But he just committed to Michigan, played at Gross Point South. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad played at Michigan, Dion, And Will, Will is going to Michigan in two years. And he's the number one player in the state already as a junior. 
So and he's stuff. he's come through that program. Yeah, good so, stuff, good yes, stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it's interesting, you know, us being friends. You know, when when we met, your sons were like seven, eight, nine years old. Yeah, uh, and 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 my son was wasn't wasn't born yet. Uh, but we often look at each other. Um, and we really learn how to be parents through each other, right? You definitely uh, so, have to. <laughs> so watching, watching Lil Webb. Uh, Whether it's positive and, or negative. That's right. <laughs> and watching you uh, raise him, um, you know, now my son is off and running. Uh, sophomore uh, at, at King, uh, playing basketball and has an opportunity to be a starter as a sophomore this year. Mm-hmm. Um, way more skilled than I was at this age. Uh, so we looking for big big things out of him, and just having an opportunity really um, to de- to develop and foster and maintain some great relationships and see where this game can take you. Um, it's in his blood, so it's it's going to be up to him uh, to figure it out. And maybe one day we can get both of them uh, on this show. That, too. that would be, be nice. Interviewing interviewing our sons, but. It's got to be a, 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 a heck of a, a pressure situation coming behind two greats uh, like <laughs> you and I. Right. That's going to be pressure. That's going to be pressure. <laughs> but like I tell your son all the time when I see him, man, you know, he a quiet kid. He a humble kid. He don't, he don't really talk a lot. You got to pull some stuff out of him. But the one thing that we do have a conversation about is the grind is real. You know, every time I talk to him, I said, you put some shots up today? Yeah, you lift today? Yeah, I did that. You run today? Yeah, I did that. Okay. And that might be the end of the conversation, but I always leave him with, the grind is real. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad that you do that because I think we do that to both of our kids and have done it to both of our kids because, you know, our experiences, you know, what, what, what good are they if we not pass them along to our kids? Exactly. Uh, and we don't know how this thing going to end up for them. Um, but we do know, you know, there's a couple of things you're going to have to do. You have to work hard. Always. Uh, real hard. Uh, be coachable. Uh, and, and Definitely be humble. And be humble. Um, uh, and expect success. Expect success. Expect, expect to be great um, at what you do. Yeah, I told my son the other day, I said, that you're 25 years old right now. And I said, the day you wake up and, you know, I said, live your dream. If you're 30 years old, and you still want to play pro football, you know, as long as you wake up and you're working at it, the grind is real. I said, but the day you wake up and you say, you know what, I don't feel like doing this, it's time to put them down. Because you're in a sport that's brutal and football is unforgiving. It's an unforgiving sport. And... If you not don't have the right mindset to go out there and compete at 100% every day on every play, then it's time to hang them up. It's time to hang them up. Now, that's the same message that some of these guys in the NFL who are going on tonight <laughs> need to hear. They need to hear. There's a few guys <laughs> that need to hang them up tonight. But they got guaranteed money. They're not, hey, not going to hang them up right now. You can't pass up the millions sometimes. Nope, nope, nope. But that's it. That's what we're going to get get. Get going in this in this podcast. Let's do it, man. Some, Let's do it. Some great guests coming on, and we're gonna get into some stories of some guys that you you haven't heard of before, or maybe you have, and and never knew. You know, whatever happened to that guy? What, what, what was the show that used to come on um, on BET? Unsung. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna have some unsung guys on here that you're gonna be amazed at their careers, how uh, what they're doing in life, how they change their life around. And once we interview these guys, you're gonna be like. I wonder what I, I, I wonder what happened to that guy. Yeah. And hopefully you can take something from their stories and apply it to your life. Yeah, yeah. Because every day is a is a story. Every day you should have something to tell. 
it shouldn't be a day that you don't have that you don't come home and don't have a story to tell i like it but that's it first episode in the books man. that's it one down and many more to go many more to go some theme music going. Yeah, a little last get light that, bass. Get the, the brown, brown couch bros. And we gone. <laughs> and we out of here. <laughs>